This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's nothing more fulfilling than God's presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I've tried. Hallelujah. Glory to God throughout my life. Hallelujah. It is nothing more fulfilling than the presence of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning. Amen. On this 10th day of October, the second Sunday of the month. Hallelujah. The year continues to move by, but God is still on the throne. Amen. He's in control. He's in control. Hallelujah. We're going to begin our word service. Amen. And we're going to start off, Lord, we're going to start off our service by our first slide being Psalm 94 and 19. I'm reading the Amplified Classic Version. Psalm 94 and 19. Scholars are, they differ on who wrote Psalm 94. Some believe it was Moses, some believe it was David, but this is a beautiful psalm that will relate to what we are facing right now in our lives. Amen. Many of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalm 94, 19. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic Version. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the psalmist says, in the multitude of my anxious thoughts. <laughs> Anybody had any anxious thoughts? Yeah, we're Christians, but we still live on the earth. We still deal with stuff. So he says, in the multitude of my anxious thoughts within me, your comforts cheer and delight my soul. Hallelujah. You mean I don't have to go out and get smashed? I don't have to get high. I don't have to put anything in my arm. Your comforts. Cheer and delight my soul. Saints, I'm here to tell you today that there's more available to us than we take advantage of. Sometimes even I have to be reminded of all the comfort and the cheer that God has available to us if I would but tap into it. In this life, we all go through stuff. Things happen to us. Things bump into us. This is not heaven. This is a fallen earth. We will go through things. But isn't it wonderful to know that in the multitude of your anxious thoughts that are within you, that God will comfort and cheer and delight your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God would not have you be a bag of uh, out-of-control emotions. He wants to comfort and delight and cheer your soul. With that in mind, amen. Next slide, please. Our title today is Soul Food, Spiritual Nourishment for the Soul. God wants to nourish our souls today. Hallelujah. Some soul food. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our souls need some nourishment. Hallelujah today. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. We've had a multitude of anxious thoughts. Hallelujah. We can't figure it out. And it's really not your job to figure it out. It's God's job to figure it out for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our job is to rest. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The only thing God asked us to work at, he says, hallelujah, labor to enter into my rest. Hallelujah. It's, it's for us to give effort to enter into the rest of God that our souls might be nourished. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We, instead, we spend our time and our energy and our labor trying to figure it out instead of laboring to enter into God's rest. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're wasting our time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Soul food, spiritual nourishment for our souls. We're going to have our souls nourished by the Lord today. Amen? Amen. Please join me as I pray. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, Lord God, for such a day as this, Lord God. Have your way in us and through us. But Father God, now you've tasked me with a... Uh, a, a, a job far, far too great for me, Lord God. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Nourish your people today. Nourish their souls today. Nourish my soul today like never before. Nourish the souls of those of us joining us online today. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Soul food, spiritual nourishment, for our souls. You know, church is supposed to be a place where you have your soul nourished. Your spirit nourished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before we go any further, amen, let's look at some definitions. Next slide, please. Amen. Let's break down some scriptures. And I always, anytime I am uh, defining some words, it's based off of the uh, King James Version of the Bible. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So our first word here is comforts. Hallelujah. It is a Hebrew word, tankom. Hallelujah. And it means compassion, solace, comfort, consolation. Consolation meaning comfort received by a person after a loss or a disappointment. God wants to comfort us after a loss or a disappointment. We placed an expectation on something and it did not come through or did not work out like we wanted it to. But there God is available to us, hallelujah, to give us consolation or to comfort us, hallelujah, after this disappointment. Woo, God. Part of my issue in the past, amen, hallelujah, I didn't understand the nature of God to want to comfort me, hallelujah, after my disappointments, I felt like I failed God. And he's coming to get me now because I failed him because that was my understanding of who God was. But no, God wants to come to you and to comfort you after life, hallelujah, glory to God, has been difficult to you and the expectations that you have, hallelujah, were not met. Now, saints, I'm learning something the older I get, amen. It's a pattern that goes on and on in my life, hallelujah. Sometimes we credit the devil for things happening in our lives that, uh, that are, 
you know, not what we expect, hallelujah. But sometimes, hallelujah, you know, the devil's not that powerful. It is God trying to steer you away from something that is not for you. Hallelujah. When you keep getting those doors that are closed and closed and closed, like, what is going on? The devil is just trying to just block me and block me. We just said, devil, devil didn't... Sometimes we need to take a step back and be like, God, what are you saying through this situation? Are you saying that you have a better door for me? And oftentimes that is the case. Hallelujah. We can't attribute our desires to God's desires for us. He always wants greater for us than we want for ourselves. Amen. Next word. Hallelujah. Cheers. Delights. Hallelujah. This word in the Hebrew is sha'ah. And for you Bible scholars, I do understand that the Hebrews have been, um, the ancient Hebrews had been conquered by other people so much that uh, Hebrew has been mixed with an Aramaic over uh, the years. Amen. So some of the words that I'm saying, hallelujah, have an Aramaic kind of slant to them. Hallelujah. Just like, hallelujah, how I, so a person like my, myself, I'm in America now, and I'm speaking English where my ancestors might not have. All right, so uh, I want you to understand the Bible's overarching kind of story here, amen, that the Hebrews, as they have gone through their ups and downs and been conquered by different people throughout the Bible, that some of their words have been, have a, a, a Aramaic slant to them. So you Bible scholars out there, I do have that understanding. Amen. So this word cheers, delights, or sha'ah is to smooth, smooth, smooth of words, flattering, that consolation delights my soul. So God wants to kind of smooth out your disappointments. He wants to give you a consolation. He, he, he wants you to be comfort, comforted. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This, this is the God we serve. God's not a mean man that wants to destroy you and disappoint you. Nor is he a genie that's going to give you three wishes. But he's a loving father that wants to guide you uh, and comfort you in this case, hallelujah, and love on you, amen, and guide you to paths of life and open doors, amen, that are best suited for you. How does he know it's best suited for you? Because he's your creator and he knows what he put inside you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Often, my, you know, my, my whole testimony is uh, me wanting something and then God wanting something better for me and me pursuing that which I want for myself and it not turning out the way I want it. And then me coming to a realization that, okay, maybe God wants something else for me. And then when he provides for me that something else, it so satisfies my soul. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Quick testimony. I remember when I got back from Texas and I was looking for a job. And um, I don't know how much I want to share as far as I, I went to this particular school. This school that I thought would have children in it that would not act up so much and that I might have an easy day. 
And I went there and I got interviewed and I bombed. And I was disappointed. And I just couldn't figure out what happened. And they called me back that day and they said, well, they offered the job to somebody else. I left, uh, I, I left and went to pursue another job to a district I did not particularly want to work in because I knew I would be challenged. So I filled out the application all sloppy with chicken scratch. That district called me <laughs> at 9 o'clock and said, could you be here in a half hour? I had to throw on what I had available to me real quick, go down there, and I'm interviewed by three people, and they're like grilling me. I'm like, this must be some job if I'm being interviewed by three people at the same time. Um, I used what I learned from the previous interview on this interview, and long story short, uh, I worked at that place for 10 years. God had a different door open for me. God comforted me by opening a door that was suitable for me. Hallelujah. And oftentimes, that's how God has worked in my life. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's get through these definitions here. The last word is soul. Now, soul is a complicated concept, but I'm going to do my best to explain it to you today. So in the Hebrew, this word soul is a word nefesh. You might have heard of it before. Hallelujah. And it means living being, life, self. God breathed the breath of life into Adam and he became a living soul. He was a living being. Uh, uh, he had life. He became a self-aware uh, being. He was a person that, full of passion. It's also the inner being of man. Both the inner and the outer are conceived as resting on a common substrate stratum, hallelujah, or foundational basis of something. So let me just put this in more easier words, amen. We can perceive soul being the entire being. If we look at it from a Hebrew point of view, the writers of the Bible, the soul is the entire being. Now, with our modern thinking, we've made the soul, we relegated it to just the inner man, hallelujah. So the soul is the entire being, but for our modern purposes, We'll think of it towards our inner man. So today, God wants to nourish our inner man. But think about it this way. If our inner man is nourished, our whole being is nourished and blessed. All right? So the inner affects the outer. Hallelujah. So it's the entire being. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God wants to comfort Hallelujah, I, us after a loss or a disappointment. He wants to smooth out those things in our lives uh, that our inner being might be healed and refreshed, hallelujah, and thus affect our entire being, amen? Yeah. Nefesh, hallelujah. Now that we got those definitions, let's get our soul nourished, amen, hallelujah. Next slide, please. Keep your mind stayed on him. Our minds go so many places. Our minds think about so many things. Our minds think about how I'm going to get this person back. Our minds think about how I'm going to protect myself from this person taking advantage of me. Our minds go towards how can I solve this problem. But God says, keep your mind stayed on him. Hallelujah. Laboring to enter into that rest. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Isaiah 26 and 3. We're reading the Amplified Version. Amen. Glory to God. 
What does Isaiah say to us? He says, you will keep in perfect and constant peace. The one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination. So what are you inclined to do? And character. Because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. Amen. In other words, we will keep our minds on God if we have a confident expectation that God's going to get us out of it. God's going to work out the situation. That God has a solution for us. That God will work it out. If you don't believe God's going to work it out and only you can, you're not going to have peace. We got fixers out there. I'm, I'm a fixer. I try to fix things. Guess what? I haven't fixed a daggone thing. I need fixing. <laughs> Can't fix things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Only he can. Only he can. Here's a question to you. Do you have a confident expectation of good from God? Now, let's, let's be more clear about this. A confident expectation of good does not mean that your every wish and your every desire is going to come to pass. But every, what it means is every wish and desire that God has for you, which is ultimately greater than your wishes and desires for yourself, will come to pass. Hallelujah. Sometimes we still struggle with what we want versus what God wants for us. And if you ask him enough, he's going to give you what you want. And then oftentimes we complain to him about what we wanted and he gave to us. The blessings of the Lord make it rich and out of no sorrow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to encourage you. Amen. Let your desires line up with what he has for you. Hallelujah. Well, brother, pastor, what is that? Well, it starts with knowing his word. Start there. And then as you develop your relationship with him, hallelujah, and you are open to what he has to say to you or communicate to you, hallelujah, glory to God, then you're on that path, amen? Glory to God. Keep your mind stayed on him. I'm, I'm, my mind's on the one who I know can solve it. My mind's on the one who will work it out. I'll just get in the way. I'll just stay up at all night trying to figure it out. And it doesn't get figured out. And I have this pattern of worry and thinking too much and trying to figure it out. Instead of saying, Lord, you got this. I'm going to bed. I'll speak to you in the morning when I wake up, Lord. Thank you for keeping me in my sleep. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. He will deliver you from all your fears. Anybody got any fears here? I do. <laughs> Robert Brown does. Not the Holy Spirit inside me, but Robert Brown has fears. And I had to really come. And, you know, as a man, you don't want to admit it. You have fears. Then I'm vulnerable. And everybody could come and get me. Let me, let me say this, too. Even, you know, strength is respected by the world. Weakness is often not. So we put on a front of strength 
as we leave our houses in the morning to, to project to the world that we have it together. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But no matter if you are a big old football player, a basketball player, amen, your emotional state can't be covered up by muscles. That, hallelujah, we all have some kind of issue that we're dealing with that we need God's help to figure out, to solve. Amen. So he will deliver you from all your fears. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Psalm 34, 4, real familiar scripture. This is David. He says, I sought the Lord and he heard me. What did he do? He sought the Lord. You know, David was on the run for his life for 13 years. Can you imagine being on the run for 13 years from 17 to 30? David had his first wife promised to him. Her, her name was Mirab. She was Saul's oldest daughter. Beautiful woman. Amen. Hallelujah. Saul took her and gave it to somebody else. After David slayed Goliath. Then Saul gave him his second daughter, who David really wasn't feeling that much, but, you know, he's grateful. I'm, I'm just a sheep herder, amen. It's a humble young man uh, from Bethlehem. I will receive her. And she loved him at first. She, well, she loved him as he was. She didn't, she didn't love his potential. She didn't love his worship for God. Hallelujah. And then Saul, becoming jealous of David, amen, started to go after his life. And then what did Saul do? Saul gave Michael to another man. Talk about disappointments. <laughs> and David's on the run, living in caves, running for 13 years. Yet, he says, I sought the Lord. <laughs> and guess what? He heard me. Are you confident that he hears you? God's got an open ear to each one of us. We can pour out what we're going through before the Lord. Lord, this is what I'm going through. This is prayer. Saints, your friends are wonderful, it's, you know, but being on the phone with your friend for three hours complaining about what you're going through won't comfort your soul. I sought the Lord and he heard me. Then what did he do? He and delivered me from all my Fears. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. What a good God. What a good God. Jesus. You know, I've been up early every day this week, amen, like three, four in the morning. Hallelujah. Pouring out my heart before the Lord. Because he's the only one, hallelujah, that can solve the things I face in life. Hallelujah. I'm not going to get up here and blame y'all for my troubles. Y'all praying for me? 
oh, y'all ain't spiritual. I'm going through this. Y'all pray. No, I sought the Lord. You can seek the Lord. He will hear you and deliver you from all your fears if you allow him. Hallelujah. We're talking about soul food today. Spiritual nourishment for your soul. Hallelujah. We need our souls nourished. Hallelujah. We can't go out here and win the city if our souls are nourished. Hallelujah. Who are we fooling? Next slide, please. You have to know something about the human condition. Our souls thirst for God. The unsaved, their souls thirst for God. Now, they try to fill it with all other kind of things, alcohol, drugs, bungee jumping, womanizing, being somebody, fame. Our souls thirst. We are beings that were created by God to live in concert or to live uh, together with God. Our souls, our entire beings, our inner man, our outer man, they, our souls thirst. What do we call it again? The word escapes me right now when we are, uh, we are dehydrated. <laughs> our souls thirst for God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Um, scholars differ on who wrote this psalm as well but it could it was during the the uh, the monarchy because the son it was written for the sons of Korah uh David established uh having the levites play music in the kingdom during his time but that continued during the monarchy so sometime during the uh the nation of Israel's monarchy amen this was written and we all know the scripture. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, as the deer pants longingly for the water brooks, so my soul pants longingly for you. Oh God, my soul, my life, my inner self, my life, my inner self. Thirst for God, for the living God. Amen. When will I come and see the face of God? Writers longing to be in God's presence. Acknowledging that his soul thirsts for God. There is no replacement for God's presence in your life. There is no substitute for time with God. Time with God has no side effects that are negative, at least. Side effects that are good, that are beneficial. I'm not here telling you that you should be in prayer 24 hours a day. I'm saying that an alternative of those things we've placed in the place that should be reserved for God. Drugs, alcohol, uh, 20 different relationships that we find we don't find fulfillment in. Uh, friends that are wonderful, and we should have friends. Friends, we are social beings. We should have friends. We should have brethren in the church and fellowship, but none of that was meant to replace our relationship with God, our longing for God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Because what happens, we'll just start draining one another. Oh, here come this person calling me again. They're not going to listen to what I say to them anyway, so. And there's no growth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's God. Hallelujah. See, when God fulfills you, you can love people. You can face the challenge in this fallen world and, and watch him cause you to overcome it. People coming against you, you know he's with you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. Glory to God that you can stand in humility yet in confidence that your God is with you through the thick and through the thin. Amen. Next slide, please. The Lord is our refuge or, or our protection, or someone we can run to. Hallelujah. There's an R&B song from the 90s. Who can I run to? Jesus. And I believe that song was based off a gospel type of themed song anyway. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. I think it was a remake from my earlier song in the 60s. Anyway, next slide. Psalm 27. We all know this scripture. We all know it. Amen. Amplified version reads, the Lord. This is David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the refuge and fortress of my life. Whom shall I dread? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. When other people coming against you, amen, hallelujah, God, your refuge, amen, glory to God, these folks can't defeat you. Though an army encamp against me, those, an overwhelming amount of people are coming against you. And you don't know where to turn, hallelujah. He says, my heart will not fear. The war arise against me, even in this am I confident. Next slide, please. One thing I have asked of the Lord, and that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, in his presence, in his presence, and all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty, the delightful loveliness and majestic grandeur of the Lord, and to meditate in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will hide me. In the day of trouble, he will hide me. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah! In his shelter, in the secret place of his tent, will he hide me? This is a reference, amen, hallelujah, to the Holy of Holies, amen, glory to God, and the tabernacle, hallelujah, which was represented where the presence of God was here on earth, hallelujah. So in other words, God's presence, hallelujah, being with him, hallelujah, Will, he will provide protection for you. He will lift me up on a rock, hallelujah, cause me to be stable. And now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. Imagine yourself surrounded by enemies. I'm going to get in trouble for this, but sometimes they're your co-workers. Sometimes they're your church brethren. God help us. We need help. Sometimes they're your leaders. Sometimes they're in your family. God will protect you. Hallelujah. It's not that he loves you more than he loves them. But God's always on the side of right. 
And if you gone and you sought him for protection, instead of your own means, your passive-aggressive means. No, I'm not being aggressive towards you, but I am. I'm not going to hit you, but every time I'm around you, I'm not going to talk to you or look at you. It's passive-aggressive. Every time I'm around you, I'm going to be sarcastic. Every time I'm around you, I'm going to be contrary. I'm going to disagree with every word that comes out your mouth. Passive-aggressive. God, you've experienced that and you go to God instead of responding in revenge like we want to. Though he loves the other party, amen, hallelujah, he's on the side of doing it right. And he will lift you above your enemies around you. In his tent, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hallelujah. I praise the Lord. Amen. After every deliverance. I praise him before the deliverance. I praise him before the situation. I praise him after the situation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This life is best lived in concert with God. I can't be a Christian on Sunday and then be like the world for the rest of the week. This life is best lived and successful with God in his will, seeking him, relying upon him, looking towards him. Hallelujah. I'm not my own solution. He is the solution. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He will do it. God has never failed me. I'll say that again. God has never failed me. That does not mean that I am a billionaire and I have every, every little thing I want. Hallelujah. But what it, what it means is God has had my back every day of my life and brought a solution to the things that I faced every single time. Amen. Yes, I've gone through some things in the process. Amen but came out better on the other side. Hallelujah. Let me hurry up here. Next slide. Jesus gives, uh, hallelujah, this is not spelled in the proper tense. Jesus gives you peace. This is our final scripture here. Hallelujah. Jesus gives you his peace. Let's see what we're talking about here. Next slide. So John 14, 27, amen. This is, uh, you've heard me talk about these passages of scripture over and over again from the 14th to the 17th chapter of John. Jesus is preparing his disciples for his crucifixion, that he is about to depart, that this three-year ministry that he had alongside them is about to come to a close. He's about to lay down his life for the world. And he knew they would be troubled by this. So he uses these four chapters to encourage his disciples, his followers. And hallelujah, they uh, thus encourage us as well as we are his post-ascension followers. Now that he's at the right hand of God, hallelujah, we can draw inspiration from these scriptures as well. Amen. So what does he say to his followers here? He says, peace I leave with you. Jesus leaves us his peace. My perfect peace I give to you. My perfect peace I release from me 
and I give it to you. Not as the world gives do I, do I give to you. So I'm not giving you peace like the world promises you peace. Giving you my own very peace. Do not let your heart be troubled. Uh oh, there's something we can do. Labor to enter into his rest. Don't let your heart be troubled. Your heart will be faced with trouble. It will be tempted to be troubled. Hallelujah. Jesus is saying, don't let your heart be troubled. So there's something in our will that we can choose not to be troubled by because we're looking towards him and he, will, he is our solution. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Nor let it be afraid. Fear will come upon you, but it doesn't need to remain there. You can run immediately to Jesus. Run in the closet to work. Run to your car. Go to the bathroom store. Whatever you need to do. Run to him. Let my... Now let... In infers that our will is involved. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. We've got to let or allow the perfect peace of Jesus to calm us in every circumstance and give courage and strength for every challenge. If I don't have a relationship with Christ, I could be saved but not have a back and forth relationship with Christ. If I resort to earthly means of trying to get peace. If I have this inconsistent relationship with Christ where I just go to church every now and then. You know, Easter. Christmas. Oh, hallelujah. You're missing out on God's best for you. That he has a peace available to you. How do you but we have to labor to enter into this rest. We have to take efforts. Even as pastor, I am still a human being that has to uh, give forth energy in order to receive this rest and, and, and who I'm really fighting against is myself, my, my own tendencies to panic, my own tendency to try to fix it, my own fight or flight tendencies, my own, uh, um, what do we call that um, chemical in our body, uh, that adrenaline. I've got to deny my regular human response and do what the Lord has led me to do to enter into his rest, seeking him, pouring, casting my cares upon him. He knows about the situation, but you need to get it off your chest. Spending time with him, sitting in his presence, letting the peace overwhelm me. And then if he drops any kind of ideas in my mind, hallelujah, executing what he told me to do. This is practical Christian living. No, it's not easy, this life. But God's provided for us solution, hallelujah. 
for our souls to be nourished because ultimately he loves us he wants us to have peace righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost active in our lives saints I face some challenges but God's got me I face some things and I'm talking about in, in reality things right now I face some things that only God can help me with and guess what I have confidence he's going to do it I've got some mountains in front of me <laughs> that only God can take care of. There's things that are beyond my natural ability to overcome, but God has got me. I'm not delusional, amen. I'm spiritual. I'm not confused about the situation. I know what I face. I, 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 I'm lucid. I understand, hallelujah, what, 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 what faces me, but I'm looking to him. I'm not looking to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to bring me through. He's going to bring you through. You got some things that a simple prayer after service, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that it's not going to solve it. You got to look to him. If I, if I get this, you know, this is wonderful. Amen. Hallelujah. Point of contact. Amen. Glory to God. You're anointed. Amen. It's a physical representation of the Holy Spirit in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But some things that are between you and him. Pastor can't be with you 24 hours a day, but guess who can be? And God wants to get us to the place where we lean on him instead of on the arm of flesh. I know everybody lets you down in your life. Jesus won't. I know nobody was there for you, and you're bitter about it, but Jesus won't. I know you can't count on anybody, but you can count on him. Here's a bold statement. You can't even count on yourself. You've been letting yourself down for a long time. You've been disappointing yourself. Count on him. Count on him. Count on him. I know we want a God that we could see and touch and... You know, and that's why sometimes we make pastors and leaders and uh, cult leaders and technological leaders our, our, our gods. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lean our soul thirsts for God. Lean on him. Hallelujah. And he will nourish your soul. I'm done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking to those that are facing giants right now. I'm talking to those who are facing mountains, mountain of debt, mountain of bills, hateful people in your life, family disorder, troubled marriage, mental illness. And believe me, I was mentally ill for many years and a Christian, didn't know it. Thinking patterns that were not along the lines of what God would have me to think. Health challenges. I'm talking to you today. Let your soul be nourished. Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Real quick. Amen. But this is just a starting point. This isn't the finishing point. You got to seek him. Father God, we come before you, Lord God, with our bills, our debt, our family issues, our marital issues, 
our workplace issues, our church issues, our mental issues, our emotional issues, our self-sabotaging tendencies. We come to you with our history that is littered, amen, with bad choices. We come to, to you with our disappointments. We lay every dis oh my God. Woo, every disappointment, Lord God, that we've experienced in life, everyone that has hurt us, we lay before you. Every time we have let ourselves down and blown it, we lay out before you today. For you are our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? We cast our cares upon you today, our worries our concerns and we have a confident expectation of hope that you will come through for us in a way that you know is best suited for us and those we're praying for in the name of Jesus we thank you for your peace your peace that passes all understanding that will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, we thank you that you are the nourisher of our souls. Thank you for the soul food, Lord God. Nourish our spirits as we've cast our cares upon you today. Woo! Let your peace reign. Let your peace reign in us today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you today. We praise you and we bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Give it to him. Empty yourself. Every concern. You had a thought that just keeps coming up on your mind. Give it to him. You're angry. You're enraged. Give it to him. You're angry at God. Tell him. Let him heal you. Let him reveal his love to you. Hallelujah. You're frustrated with life. Let him know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let his peace come in. Don't fight his peace. Receive it. Don't fight his peace. Receive it. Hallelujah. I see like a shield around us that we can't see, but it's around us. And that everywhere we go, that shield's there to protect us. Hallelujah. But we got to do it God's way. We got to let God have his way. We got to surrender. Surrender to his will. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Real quickly, amen. You don't know this Jesus, this God of peace. This God that wants to comfort, delight, and cheer you. I want to ask you today to give your heart to the Lord, to surrender your life to him.
Surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your religious uh, history has been. Hallelujah. I don't care what sins you have committed. Amen. He died for me and for you. Hallelujah. You've been impacted by this message. Hallelujah. Soul food. Hallelujah. Say these words with me and join the family of God. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died for my sins. You died for my imperfections. I believe that you miraculously rose on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your life as full payment for my sins, your sins. Thank you for saving me today. Thank you for giving me your peace today. Thank you for giving me an outlet to release all that was in me today upon you. I bless you. I praise you and I thank you. And if you're in agreement with that prayer and you're now a part of the family of God and you were serious what you just said, say amen. Amen. I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Soul food. We need some soul food, y'all. Nourish our souls. So David poured out his heart before the Lord. Amen. Those scriptures, amen, just connect with me. Hallelujah. Someone on the run for 13 years. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you to stay in the Psalms. Sing psalms and melodies in your heart. Amen. And let the Lord's peace guard your heart and mind. Amen. Give it to him. Give him, give him all that you're going through. Amen. Listen, we need your help to continue to spread the gospel. We really need your help. We need your support. We still live on earth. Money is still the means by which we take care of uh, responsibilities. And we need your help to continue to share the gospel. The gospel must be funded. Amen. Hallelujah. So please let the Lord lead you. Wherever peace is, that's where the Lord is leading you. The Lord is leading you and he's given you an amount. It's not, it's not for me to give you an amount. Hallelujah. If you're a believer and have the revelation of tithing and offering, amen, that's how the church is supported. Hallelujah. That's how we can continue to share messages like this. Hallelujah. Please, ma'am, please, sir, if you see fit to invest in the Living Waters Christian Center, that the gospel might continue. Hallelujah. We ask that you can give a financial gift to the church. You can do that in three ways. Hallelujah. Way number one is you can give at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. You can make a tax deductible uh, financial gift to the church. Amen. In that way. Hallelujah. And you will get a auto generated email receipt of the transaction. Once again, you can give at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations amen that is the living waters christian center's website and you can make a financial donation there amen the second way is you can mail in your donation amen to the living waters christian center p.o box 115 amityville new york 11701 you can make a tax deductible donation there please do not send in cash over the mail amen send write a check or money order you can send through the mail hallelujah and we will receive it amen and at the end of the year you will be sent a uh a contribution letter amen 
holiday before I should say before this uh, January 31st 2022 amen to be more specific amen so you can give you can mail in your donation to Living Waters Christian Center P.O. Box 115 Abneyville New York 11701 amen and the third way is you can come and join us in person here at the Living Waters Christian Center we are located at 15 Albany Avenue Abneyville New York 11701 amen we are in the rear of the building here amen where our sanctuary is located hallelujah come and join us we are socially distant hallelujah we have proper ventilation amen we have an overflow room we are taking temperatures at the door we have had no incidences of coronavirus spread in this place to god be the glory amen hallelujah everybody except myself is masked right now hallelujah because the saints encouraged me to do it that way i would have kept my mask on hallelujah so come and join us in this safe environment worship with us from 11 to 11:30. amen and then enjoy the word in person and fellowship with us in a safe manner after service and you can be here and you can give a donation in person and we'd love to see you here amen we're here at 11 a.m every sunday amen hallelujah Glory to God. Let me pray over these offerings. Father God, we thank you and praise you for the seed we sow. We sow for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom. We sow it because we love you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God. We praise you. We bless you, Lord God, for the opportunity to give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let and support the gospel. Let our offerings yield a 30-fold, a 60-fold, a 100-fold, even a million-fold return in our support of the gospel. And that we might get a return to be blessed, to be a blessing to others. We thank you today, we praise you, and we glorify you in Jesus' name. If you're in agreement with that prayer, just say amen. So thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us at the Living Waters Christian Center. We'll be back here at 11.30 a.m. next week, amen, with another awesome message from the Lord where our souls are nourished, amen. Get your soul full, continue to read his word, continue to spend time with God, amen, hallelujah, and continue to allow his will to prevail in your life. It's much more suited for you than your own choices, amen, hallelujah, but the choice is yours. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you next week, amen, hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.